Welcome to the Power for the Peaceful podcast with Mark Mullinax. This pod is a verse-by-verse class in what we know as Taoism's most popular text in the West, Tao Te Ching. This episode treats my translation of verse 35, an episode I call The Force Is With You. I do not have a reader this time because this is Thanksgiving week and I could not find a reader close by. When you listen to the ground and you put your roots down, you can hear what she says if you're listening. When you listen to the ground and you put your roots down, you can hear what she says if you're listening. The sweet sound of the river as she moves over the stones. The same song that the blood in your body sings As it weaves around your bones When you're listening, when you're listening Are you listening? I hold in my hand the multicolored fruit of collective genius An agreement between sun, soil, water, plant, and farmer They have entered into a covenant of reciprocity. If the maize will take care of the people, the people will take care of the maize. Robin Wall Kimmerer You are not trying to make things turn out the way you want. You are trying to know what is happening as it is. From Burmese Buddhist monk Sayadaw U. Tejaniya Welcome back. Glad you're here. A great class coming up. First, a point of gratitude. I am thankful that I'm in your ear at this moment. This is not some Thanksgiving Day moment of gratitude, but an ongoing, nearly ever-present condition in which I find myself. I am thankful to you for your listening, your feedback, and for the high standards which I think you hold me to. This podcast on Tao Te Ching has taught me so much more than I ever thought it would. This podcast's learning experience has taught me at least as much, if not more, than when I actually sat down for a year every morning to translate Tao Te Ching into English. Moreover, the quality of being taught by Tao for this podcast is different. It's a slow learning, a mindful walk through wisdom that is at once ancient and up-to-date. We may still benefit from Tao teachings today. So thank you for making this podcast possible and a regular feature for many, including myself. For listeners sensitive to language, there is one expletive ahead some 12 minutes from now. In the last episode, treating verse 34, I was so impressed by the quiet, abiding presence acknowledged or not, of Tao in every process, every atom of creation, everywhere, every time. What if, and I believe the answer is yes to this quiet but revolutionary question, what if every atom of my being, your being, everyone who's ever lived being, every leaf and insect for all time, what if every atom was there at the Big Bang, or creation, or whatever you may call the very beginning of all things. And that Tao was in, and the cause of, 
and the sustainer of every atom. Taoism remains the cause and sustainer of every particle of the universe. Now, as you and I know, we can walk around with this treasure in our clay vessels called bodies, completely ignorant of our origins, our sacred selves. But what if we experienced this world, cognizant of how connected with Tao we already are, and how sacred we are already? And that there's not a damn thing we can do to sever that connection. We can forget that connection. But that does not sever it. We can drug or or alcohol ourselves into oblivious amnesia. But does that disconnect us from Tao? Nah. We can run like some prodigal son or daughter to the ends of the earth or the universe and try to disconnect ourselves or forget ourselves with Tao. But does that mere distance diminish Tao's presence and power? Doubtful. Does 13 point something billion years of time from that big bang lessen Tao's power? Hardly. The question is, how much longer do we await the liberation that Tao promises? Liberation of self from desires. Liberation of a friendship or marriage from selfishness. Liberation of the oppressed ones precisely because their ancestors did not begin life oppressed. Liberation from time-bound constraints. Liberation of the earth from its centuries-long struggles from exploitation. The present does not have to be exactly like the past. There could be a slow loosening of tight situations, a slow cleansing of dirty places, a slow dance liberation from all forms of control. I'm talking about freedom, my friends, the likes of which we have only dreamed of, but dreams that are possible because freedom is how everything began. More spontaneous than constrained, more instinctive than cultivated or sophisticated. So with the preceding as prologue, let's give a listen to verse 35. Inner Force Discover and abide in your true, peaceful nature. It is your inner gravitational force. All things under heaven position themselves around you in abundant peace and without harm. Fleeting interruptions of music and feasts may sidetrack passing seekers, but Tao does not attract like that. It seems tedious and bland to such seekers, and they leave disappointed, ignorant of Tao that is, sightless to the eye, yet insightful, soundless to the ear, but resounding, and endless in use. When you're listening, when you're listening, are you listening? When you're listening, when you're listening, are you listening? As with last episode's verse 34, there is a beautiful lesson here. But for some of us traumatized by unloving pasts or violence from others' hands, or for those of us who have forgotten our fierce but totally natural and spontaneous gravitational force that anchors us in Tao, even at this very second, this beautiful lesson 
needs to become more plain, more obvious. And that is the purpose of today's episode. While Tao is subtle, my goal in this podcast episode is to make blatant what may seem to be latent in Tao. I hope to awaken what may seem dormant, uncover what is buried, bring to life what may be thought dead. Here's a quote from the Chong Tzu, translated by Thomas Merton. Where is Tao? Nowhere. Nowhere it is not to be found. It is in the ant. It is in the weeds. It is in this turd. Tao is great in all things, complete in all, universal in all, whole in all. Class, there's something at stake here. Whether we live for one or multiple lifetimes, we all want to make sure that the time remaining to us is not some waste, not a life to be dissipated by fear or trivialized by culture, not dismissed by some well-meaning but wrong-headed faith. We want to see or discern Tao, even if it's in some weed or turd of a situation. As Pink Floyd's song, Wish You Were Here, puts it, we're just two lost souls swimming in a fish bowl. Year after year, running over the same old ground, what have we found? The same old fears. To me, a life without awareness of Tao is as depressing as Pink Floyd's lyrics. Lost, repeating some old tropes or experiences finding only the same old fears. We matter, and it matters that we know that we matter and how we matter, no matter what. It matters what we think of or consider ourselves to be. However, is thinking alone or is thought alone the entire story of who we are? As I have asked before, do we just repeat our lonely, or dismal thoughts, and then do we start believing those very thoughts? Can we hang our vast, wondrous lives on the slender hook of what we just happen to be thinking or believing at a certain time or place? Can we put our ultimate trust in that short-roped anchor of belief? Can we not look up, look out, and marvel at how little we do think of ourselves? Original nature has been the subject many times in this podcast so far. I said in verse 1's episode this, We live in a web of interlocking energies with ancient origins, and we are here to share and participate, but not own or manipulate them. There is a flow to everything, and since we come from this flow, it is in our original nature to stay with this flow. As we are part of creation, Tao shows us how all things were, are, and shall ever be, both one and interconnected. Our breath is the same breath as the plants. Our energy is the same energy that forms rocks. The 60% water within us comprises the same ancient molecules and monsoons that baptizes kids, that flows over your favorite waterfall, that created the Grand Canyon or that you drank earlier today. The same processes that brought life 
and consciousness to this planet brings other life and consciousnesses to other places in the universe. Because of our ancient connections with the energies of the universe, we do well to remember how we are not ourselves until we realize how connected and interlocked we are with the rest of creation. This podcast, this podcast course and Tao seeks to give voice to these intermingling connections at our most basic and our most exalted levels. So relax. We're already one, already connected. Can that thought replace lesser thoughts that we may think or harbor or believe? Tao is our, it is your inner gravitational force. All things under heaven position themselves within its gravitational field. This means that all that is around us is already imbued with abundant peace and intends us no harm. This binding and connecting anchor is our gravitational force. We call it Tao, the energy or force by which all things under heaven find their just places, with abundant peace and without harm. Originally, there were no angels or demons, no energies for good or evil. There was and is just Tao, which ever seeks to balance things today, harmonize energies, and bring back original peace and justice. Angelic or demonic forces are things we have thought of and then believed. What we have come to see and believe as goodness or evil has been our own secondary thoughts and beliefs as a culture. It is we who have caused that weather within us. We have developed, long after Tao established our original peace, we have developed the ego that has led to cruelty, mercilessness, evil, and wickedness. We brought those in. They are not in the original instructions of the universe. Our environment is not infested by pre-existing conditions we know as good or evil. But we are Tao beings, and what we do bring in with us, remembered or not, is Tao. Tao is the original information that informs us as beings. It's never left us. Tao is with us when we feel lost or found. Tao resides in us before we learned our fears or were traumatized by someone or some more or some force that had its way with us or sway with us at some time. But that force is temporary. An amateur beginner, some new kid on the block, and does not have to abide. Because our trauma or the condition we may feel ourselves to be in is, in the words of the great film, Goodwill Hunting, not our fault. Those temporary conditions, those things that we kind of believe that we are, that's not who we are. We do not have to be imprisoned by a seemingly relentless and unstoppable swirl of self-referencing thoughts. There's something deeper, longer, more eternal, more basic at play, have we only forgotten? When you listening, when you listening, are you listening? When you listening.
This verse 35 reminds me of verse 16, the end of fear, which reads, Pledge allegiance to unlimited emptiness. Dedicate yourself to uncompromised silence. Notice how the 10,000 things arise, but also how each returns to its root. This return to root is the start, finish, and fruit of tranquility. It's the why of Tao, the purpose of eternity. Have this permeate your mind and become enlightened. But stay ignorant, and one's future is chaos and disaster. When you align with your eternal source, your life evolves into an acceptance of all that overlays onto the dignity of all, that borders with heaven, the source of all, that follows Tao, which is eternal. When you are aligned thus, fear never comes near. This verse 16 is my dog-eared page in Tao Te Ching. Verse 16 is the most important verse for our age to hear, to take in, to digest, and have permeate our consciousness and our unconscious lives. Spiritually speaking, there is no equal sign in life, no trustworthy truth that one set of circumstances equals some spiritual condition. We cannot take our current feelings or emotions, thoughts, beliefs, or always partial understandings of how we got here as some spiritual predictor or the last word of our spiritual condition. We cannot take the past five shitty years or the past five wondrous years and say that we are damned or blessed just on that partial understanding of one person in a universe of conscious beings. Our true peaceful nature does not hinge, not in the least, on how we may feel or think or believe at any given moment. Let me repeat that. Our true peaceful nature never hinges, not in the least, on how we may feel or think or believe at any given moment. Now, I'm not discounting the reality of how anyone feels right now. No. However, for those of us in the pits or for those of us on the mountaintops, our depths of despair or our heights of ecstasy are not our normal state of being. Tao, then, is perhaps best understood in today's verse as we understand a deep understanding of the word love. And by love, I do not mean the popular renditions of love. Love is not cheap or tawdry or opinionated or quick to leave under hard conditions. Love is a struggle. Love is difficult. Love is a journey. Love keeps things together, binding seemingly unlike things into a unity. Love is a lasting force, an attracting force, a true force of nature. Love is spontaneous, never forced. Love is a builder, a constructor of the new and the ever new. So I urge you, my dear class, to consider or reconsider how Tao is like love. Love, Tao, just is. It's there in the mountaintop experiences. It does not diminish in the depths of despair. It's always there, like water finding its capital W way 
when all that we have tried and all that we think or feel or believe or imagine has lost its way or lost its energy. This Tao is our connection. We can read thousands of sacred verses and try to force or to reason our way towards peace and equanimity, but ultimately we must allow a pre-existent peace, a pre-existing justice to happen. This most human of all human tasks is beyond all reason, all belief, and all thought, because it's already there. And if I may personify this force just a bit, Tao is just waiting for us to rejoin Tao's mission. Here is a quote from the Chandogya Upanishad 8.3.2 as translated by Max Muller. As people who do not know the country walk again and again over a gold treasure that has been hidden somewhere in the earth and do not discover it, thus do all these creatures day after day go into the Brahma world that is, they are merged in Brahma, even if asleep, and yet do not discover it because they are carried away by untruth. Yeah, we can all get carried away by habits or thoughts that distract us. I have these thoughts and beliefs, these half-truths and lies that I actually give safe harbor to within and that I actually believe. But Tao is not in these oh-so-temporary fleeting interruptions or imaginations. Tao is not the eye candy I allow as window dressing in my life. Nor is Tao that gooey, sweet, saccharine junk food for which I do not feel a deep yearning or lasting attraction. These are Johnny-come-latelys. They have no lasting power. Tao is different. Tao is ever sightless to the eye yet always insightful, soundless to the ear, but ever resounding, and thus endless in use. In conclusion, I've entitled this verse, The Force is with you. The Force is with you, acknowledged or not. I guess for some of us, the title could be made into a question, Are we with the Force? But I'll let you work on that question. For your homework. The message of verse 35 is that inscrutable Tao has been and is ever still here, undiminished by the conditions of time or the prisons of circumstance, and Tao is ever ready to team up with those who recognized, pronounced recognized Tao in whatever moment we find ourselves. Tao is still here for those who recognize timeless Tao in the way things are. This podcast is an original work designed and written produced by me. Podcast artwork is by Audrey Davis. Put Your Roots Down song is graciously provided by Molly Hartwell. The copyright for quotations from Dada Ching is still held by Fortress Press. May your days begin in peace and become wombs and laboratories for radical hope. When you're listening, are you listening?